0: Shalom. this is the Niizen and this is from the desk of the Niizen the podcast where we discuss all the pertinent political uh social military information that's necessary for Israel. this likes the black Hispanic the natives so they can rise and become a nation so that they may judge the earth but in order to become a nation, we must understand the different things that are going on inside the world inside the United States so that we may uh, become a nation ourselves um the main thing we got going on right now is this coronavirus that everyone is saying is the worst, the worst, the worst thing to ever happen since uh, pretty much the worst thing to ever happen. Uh, in the United States right now, uh, confirmed cases, you have 1.07 million, and confirmed deaths, you got 61,700. Admittedly, the way that they're determining these deaths is not by. They're using what they call, they're they're doing what they call airing on the side of caution, meaning if someone has stage four pancreatic cancer and they're set to die in four days anyway, they go to the hospital and they contract coronavirus and they happen to die in two days. They're going to say that death was a coronavirus death. If someone has coronavirus and they have a heart attack, that's a coronavirus death. If someone... Um... I'm pretty sure if someone has coronavirus getting in a car accident, uh they'll call it a coronavirus death. But all of these deaths are not actually coronavirus deaths. A lot of them are deaths of people who had coronavirus, if that makes sense. Deaths that would already happen, uh, to these people, whether they had coronavirus or not. A lot of the coronavirus deaths are some people that are older, people with fragile immune system though, that could die from a common cold. The same way that HIV doesn't necessarily kill you um it weakens your immune system so anything can take you out so any uh, immune deficiency is going to cause the same results no matter if it's the flu no matter if it's the common cold most people don't know that the common cold is a form of coronavirus but even when you have the common cold that's a form of coronavirus you also have sars which was a form of coronavirus and mers uh, which is also a form of coronavirus and then you have covid 19 which is the latest strand of coronavirus that we see. And they're also saying it's more than 30 strands of COVID-19. So that lets you know how wide coronavirus is. Now, my, my theory on coronavirus is very simple. It's twofold. One, someone is trying to come up with a virus that can depopulate the world, a coronavirus. They're trying to mutate the coronavirus, and kind to take along a natural progression while they're mutating it so no one can figure out they it. It came from the lab, even though we're figuring it out this time. All right, but they started with SARS. It had a high death rate, right? but it had a low uh, viral rate. It wasn't very viral. It wasn't very contagious. Same thing with murders. All right, it, was a, it, was, it was about as deadly, and it was a little bit more viral, but it still wasn't viral enough to kill an extreme amount of the world population. All right, now they come out with coronavirus, which is very viral, but it's not very deadly. All right, so this is the one that they have that, that can spread to the whole world, but it's not going to kill a whole lot of people. Let me tell you why they did this one in particular. you got two different things going on. All right, one, they're trying to see exactly what they have to do to take the world into panic, to take the world into shock, All right, so they can do exactly what they want to do. They want to see how many deaths does it take, how many people do we have to kill, so we can take the rights from those Americans in particular. Because the one thing about Americans is we normally don't like our rights to be taken, regardless on either side. Rights being taken by Americans, it isn't something uh, that we're they were very used to. In order to bring in the age of surveillance that we have now, they needed 9/11, so they had to crash the ten towers, twin towers, now in order to take the rest of your rights. All right, they had to come up with coronavirus and say we all have to stay indoors. We have to get a federal government so much power because it's a national emergency and it's an international pandemic and all these other things, so that you can take the couple of rights that you do have. In this country away. Now, I know, of course, we understand that a lot of our rights are already illusions. but most of the time in the United States, we do tend to err on the side of having our rights and keeping our guns and keeping our freedoms. But in this case, we're handing away our rights, especially our people, especially Israelites. And it uh, always comes back to me, if, is Israel a home slave? You know, are we born uh, to be under all subjection because we don't trust ourselves enough to govern ourselves? We have no interest. Governing ourselves. The only thing that we want to do is say, listen, someone tell us what to do, please. All right, please help us. Please tell us what to do. Please give us exact instructions. We can't do anything on our own. We can't be sovereign. We can't be our own nation. I need someone to tell me exactly what I need to do so that I can be okay. Because we can't trust ourselves to do it ourselves. We have to listen to so-called experts. One problem that I have with listening to so-called, well, let me get back on track. The second reason, and then I'll go back to experts. The second reason they're doing this is because under this Trump economy, no matter how much you dislike him, what Trump is preparing for is he, know, he knows the economic collapse is coming. He knows the end of the current system is here. Right? He understands it's going to be and very soon. All right, It's not going to be any more world economy as we know it. The one world system is about to implode. He understands this is coming. What he wants to do is control the fallout of the United States. All right, so he figures if he can control the fallout of the U.S. Then he can control the U.S. for the entirety, for the rest of the time until that time in which all of it destroyed upon the earth. Alright, so that's his goal. His goal is to control the fallout. So he was helping these people who are going to help him control the fallout. If you look in history, when you look at the end of the Roman Empire, when, I mean, my bad, when you look at the end of the Roman Republic, Julius Caesar got killed. What happens after this? Augustus Caesar, one of his adopted sons, comes out with all these um, programs in his part of Rome that he conquered, that he controlled, and it made more people join his army, more people like him. So his army got big enough in which he could take over the whole Rome, and he became the first emperor of the Roman Empire, went from the Roman Republic to the Roman Empire, from Julius Caesar to Augustus Caesar. There was a lot of rulers in between that, but those were just controlling little different areas. A little, different. The next majority ruler of all of Rome was Augustus Caesar. Trump wants to be Augustus Caesar. Or right, well, he wants his son to be Augustus Caesar. He wants his family to control the fallout of the U.S. So what he was doing was redistributing wealth. He was saying, listen, the Richie and the they, uh, they've been bullying me my whole life. Because I was a billionaire, but they treated me like a second-class billionaire. I couldn't be a first-class billionaire like Bill Gates. You know, I couldn't even get on the level of the Clintons. I couldn't even get on the level of the, the Blairs. You understand? The, the Disneys, the Bushes. I couldn't get on that level. My family couldn't get on that level even though I had a billion dollars. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to start redistributing this wealth to farmers, and police officers, and, and ex-military, and I'm going to make sure I say I'm going to take care of veterans, and I'm going to take care of this, and I'm going to take care of that, and I'm going to hit a hard of good talking points, and I'm going to make all these people trust me because they're going to allow me to control the fallout. They're going to allow me. When all this hits the fan, they're going to be loyal to the name Trump, and they're going to be loyal to the name Trump because that's how they know, and I'm the one that's going to help them. So he was redistributing wealth. The wealth was going from the elites. Back down into the hands of the people, small businesses. All right, he's doing this. So the elite say, "Listen, how do we fix this problem? We have to figure out a way to take all this money that he's put back in the hands of the small people. We got to put back in the hands of the rich. We got to put back in our hands." So they say, "Listen, we don't quite got the next coronavirus reader that's gonna kill the majority of the world population. What we can do, so we can test them. First thing I explain to you, we can test them, see how far they'll go. Right. On top of that." We can tell them to just stay indoors. So we're testing them, see how long they can stay indoors. And also, close everything down. except Walmart and McDonald's. You know, of course, Lowe's, Home Depot. Anybody that's not publicly traded, for the most part, close them down. Make them where they can't make too much money. And then that worth of of post-haste come back into our hands. It's going to come back to Walmart. It's going to come back to McDonald's. It's going to come back to Burger King. It's going to come back to Wendy's. Gonna come back to Pizza Hut, whoever the major multinational corporations is. This money now comes back to them in a major way Uh, because people are gonna spend all their money at Walmart, people are gonna spend all their money at McDonald's, people are gonna spend all their money at these different places, owned by these multi billion dollar corporations. But these small businesses they can't even stay open, so now they can't afford to make anymore the gyms they need to stay healthy so they can actually fight against us? Yeah, let's close those down too so no, they can't stay healthy. Matter of fact, in most uh, Democratic, Liberal states, let's close the beat so they can get an exercise. Let's tell people pretty much you cannot go outside in most Liberal states. In Michigan, you really just can't go outside. So you can't get too much exercise unless you're very rich. The average person that can't get too much exercise. right? Let's slow down the food supply, even though it's very sturdy. Let's slow it down and tell people to dispose of food instead of giving it to people. So they'll have to go to Walmart because the grocery stores are going to look like they're out. So we can make the grocery stores look like they food, So they'll go they'll go eat it, eat it at McDonald's seven days a week. We can poison them seven days a week. They have no other options. A couple of them might can afford long coins after these stuff like that. Most of them to be at McDonald's and Burger King every day. So we can control them again. right? So these are the two different reasons and they're bringing this coronavirus about. And we're making it very easy for them to continue to terrorize us on a high level, us as a people. Right. So Because now they're telling us, listen, this coronavirus affects black people more than anyone else. Why? Why are they telling us this coronavirus affects black people more than anyone else? Maybe the numbers do show that. Let me tell you why the numbers show that. Because coronavirus, you're very susceptible to coronavirus if you have high blood pressure. We eat too much pork. If you have diabetes, we just don't watch what we eat in general. We're two of the highest uh, rate of people for those two diseases, obesity. We eat anything we want, and that pork make you fat, that shellfish, all right? So because of these diseases, we've we've developed some because they put this stuff in our community because we allowed them. In 1960s when we went to the civil rights movement, they will, we integrated our community. So our communities that were generally healthy, now had to mix with a society that wasn't generally healthy and now they could actually put whatever they wanted inside of our communities instead of us owning our own communities. So now they're pushing towards whatever they want to push to us and whatever way they want to push it to us. That's where the problem started in 1960 when we should have been, uh, what, what he did try, what, what Martin Luther King should have been preaching from the beginning was not all this integration, let's come together. It was give us exactly what you're giving them. If we're going to pay equal amount of taxes, we want equal amount of money to our schools, equal amount of money spent on our roads, give us our own government. Give us our own sovereignty, the same sovereignty that you gave the Indians. And then just cut us a check every month for what you did for us in slavery. Give us our own sovereign nation. But well, we weren't fighting for a sovereign nation. We were fighting to be accepted. We wanted to be accepted. We wanted someone to say that they liked us. The same problem we are running to today. day. All right? We don't care that Trump lowered black unemployment, raised black wages, gave more money to HBCUs than any other president, just gave money to Madagascar to develop a herbal... Herbal remedy herbal remedy to the coronavirus. He just gave, I think, $250, 2.5 million dollars, two and a half million dollars to Madagascar, um, to develop that remedy for uh, for coronavirus in Madagascar. Her remedy the money that he took from the World Health Organization, he gave some of it to Madagascar to, to develop the herbal remedy and to push all over the company. Country, we don't pay attention to these type of things. We pay attention to Joe Biden likes us and, and Trump doesn't. Trump's a racist, and Joe Biden's not a racist. Trump's a sexist, and Joe Biden's not a sexist. Trump's a misogynist, and Joe Biden's not a misogynist. Let me tell you something. If you read the Bible and you agree with the Bible, the Bible is very misogynistic. The Bible puts the man on top unequivocally. It's no question. It's no question. It's no equal equal anything in the Bible. The Bible says one race was above Every other race. Deuteronomy 6 and 4. Go read it. The Bible says that a man is the head of the household repetitively throughout the Bible. The Bible in the New Testament that Paul wrote says that women should be quiet in church and learn in all subjection. That's scripture. That's scripture. Hold on, I'll get it for you. Give me one second. It is that scripture. First Timothy 2. 11 through 14, go read it. Let the women learn in silence with all subjection. But I suffer a woman not to teach nor assert authority over the man, but be in silence. That's what the scripture says. All right. Deuteronomy 7 and 6. For thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. And God has chosen thee to be a special people above thee unto himself above all people that are in the earth. Alright? So these are things that the scripture said. These are not things that I said. But liberal minds that have you thinking that the scripture is wrong, and they'll tell you that the scripture is wrong. They'll say, oh man. No, the Bible doesn't, that ain't what the Bible meant. That's the Old Testament. No, the New Testament says women should learn all subjection. All right, So we shouldn't have been fighting in 1960 to be accepted. We shouldn't have been fighting in 1960 to get our own sovereign nation, what everybody else was fighting for, self-determination. That's what everyone was fighting for in 1960. People weren't fighting in 1960 for civil rights in any country. There was two countries in the world in 1960 that were fighting for civil rights. Well, two major groups, let's put it like that. Of course, the Western world. We had United States, Europe. Of course, black people over there are fighting for civil rights as well. Then you go down to South Africa, it's a whole different thing. They're They're fighting... Against this system of apartheid. Different between us and the South Africans. South Africans have been in that land for a long time. Not to say we haven't been here, but they've been there even longer. All right, and the white people came even later to that land and tried to take it to Boers. All right, so they have reason to fight for their land. They're in the majority there. So they have reason to fight for their land there. If nothing else, we should trade with them. Listen, we should go over there and fight with them. And we should take the land that belongs to the Boers now. But that's a whole other discussion. I'll make a whole podcast on that. And we're going to call it the Basotho Way. That's coming out very soon, the Basotho Way. That media uh, channel is coming out very soon. We're going to be pushing a whole lot of the Basotho Way. I still got to figure out exactly, uh, I got to quantify what the Basotho Way is. But those people were fighting also uh, against the former racism. And to get their country back, they didn't get their country back till 1990. We haven't gotten sovereignty for ourselves yet. We're still not a sovereign nation. We're still under another nation. But that's what we're fighting for in 1960, to be under another nation. Because we were not fighting for international civil rights. We were fighting for, I mean, international human rights. We were fighting for civil rights. So we expected the United States and the Western world to admit their own mistakes and to chastise themselves. What kind of sense does that make? Germany did not chastise themselves for killing those fake Jews. You know what happened? The fake Jews, the Khazars, they got a country called it Israel, called it after our name, and then they bastardized the Germans. They brought the Germans to Israel, to fake Israel, or real Israel, but uh, the state of Israel, not a nation of Israel. And they put them on trial in their nation. That's what we have to do. We have to put them on trial in our nation. We have to have our own sovereign nation in which we can Operate and do different things, but well, we weren't fighting for that in 1960. All right, we were fighting for civil rights. We just wanted to be treated nice. We wanted them to look at us and let us eat in their restaurants. And one of the king even came back and said, eventually, I was wrong. Why would I fight for us to eat in their restaurants, but now we can't afford the burger? Because they still want not pay us what we need to pay us. We ain't got no jobs left because we don't empty out our communities. He said, I've integrated my people into a burning house. He said these things. Right? He 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 said I see where violence has its has his merits in this movement, even though he did say he was. I'm gonna be honest. He did say after that he's committed to nonviolence, but he says he see where violence could have its place. Eventually, he understood that we needed complete separation to understand what we could do as a people. We needed self determination, the opportunity to prove ourselves as a as a force within this world as a people. All right, but we allowed those people to come in and put those different things in place so we would have these different conditions on us, these hypertensions, these high blood pressures, these diabetes, this obesity, these different things that plague us. We allowed them to come in and bring these things to us, the different things that come from vaccines and the sickle cell and the, and the, and the autism that comes from the vaccines that they give us. We allowed these things to come about because we allowed them into our communities and we allowed them to infiltrate us. Once they infiltrated us, Right. They could do what they wanted to do to us. They actually have these means, they have these plans, but they plan out the horrible things they're going to do to us. All right. But we must understand what they're doing to us and how we're going to stop it. We're going to stop it by becoming our own nation. But, anyways, back to what we were talking about. All right. Trump did a lot for us, but we prefer brands, we prefer someone that says they like us. All right, rather than someone who might even say, I don't like it to your face, but I respect you enough, we can sit down and have a discussion. I just want to get out of here. All right? But this coronavirus, this coronavirus is now shutting down the U.S. economy and shutting down on a level that we are majority affected. The reason that Brian Kemp, even let me tell you this situation in Georgia. Georgia has, can give you the numbers on Georgia right now, all right? Georgia has 25,000 confirmed cases of coronavirus and a thousand confirmed deaths of coronavirus. Right, and that's out of the population of over 10 million. Population of over 10 million, and you only have 25,000 deaths. That's 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 nothing. That's nothing. Right, and so Georgia finally said, "Listen, we're going to open back up the beauty salons, the barber shops." The nail shops, those type of things. The things a lot of our people do. Now, let me tell you the stupidity of our people. They say the Walton Brothers and all the people that work for the Walton Brothers at Walmart, a lot of people that's giving them money or making money for them, they can stay at work. And the people who work at Target and Home Depot and Lowe's, Burger King, McDonald's, Arby's, Home, uh, home Good Woods to go, all kind of stuff, man. It was, Hobby Lobby's open. All right. But they said, no, we need to keep. Um, beauticians and barbershops closed because they're trying to give black people the coronavirus. No Brian Kim saying I'm going to give y'all the opportunity to make some money. Y'all go out there just like I give Bill Walton and his family the opportunity to go make some money. I'm going to give y'all the opportunity to go make some money. That's only fair. That's only right. And I'm going to give y'all the same opportunity I give the Walton family. We say no. We don't want the same opportunity. We want to continue to go broke. Please don't open salons so our people continue to be broke. Please don't open barbershops so our people continue to be broke. Please put us in all subjection because we don't trust ourselves to rule ourselves. Please only let us shop at the white man business because my business is not good enough. Please, master, do all these things and tell me exactly how to act because I'm not a sovereign being. I can't do these things on my own. So now it's 30 million people unemployed. How many of the people you think are African-Americans? Majority of them. So what's going to happen in three months when all these African-Americans couldn't pay their rent? While you were telling everybody to stay home. They get evicted. Now, what y'all gonna say? No, you shouldn't let evictions happen with foreclosures. You should, you should make them, um, you should just make these people forgive rent and forgive foreclosures. Okay, so what about people like my, what are people like some people I know? That their, their only source of income is the houses that they rent out. So now they can't feed their family because you didn't pay your rent this month. They live in paycheck to paycheck just like you live in paycheck to paycheck. They just got bigger bills. They got to pay the mortgages on the house that you're staying in that you're only paying rent on. Then they got to pay their mortgage out the rest of it. And they got to feed their family. And they got to pay their dish bills out here for pay your dish bill. And they got to pay the insurance on the property that you live in. And they got to pay the taxes on the property that you live in. But y'all want to pay them their rent, right? That's how we solve this problem. By just kicking the book down the road and saying, listen, let's make the banks, before. The banks ain't gonna pay for it. The banks ain't going to pay for it. The banks going to raise the interest rates on your credit cards and your loans that you got with them. So eventually, it's coming right back to out your pocket. Not to mention, once the banks have to, if the banks don't have to take on those mortgages, you know who's going to pay them back, right? The government. And who pays the money into the government? You. Because if they run out of money, guess what the first thing they're going to say is. We got to raise taxes. They might not raise the um, income tax because that looks bad. But they'll raise the sale tax quick. They'll put a new tax on alcohol quick. They'll put a new tax on gas quick. Raise this money. All these tariffs. They'll bop them on real quick to raise the money up they need. And you're going to pay it out your pocket. They're not going to pay it. They're going to go tell you straight up. They know how to hide money to the point where they can make it look like they're broken. And two weeks later, they got billions in assets. That's what they do. They hide money. They're good at it. So instead of saying, listen, let's let, it, let's let everybody go back to work. Let's let the economy open back up. Y'all say, no, please, sir, don't do that. Keep us broken. Keep us in all subjection. So now 30 million unemployed, probably 10 million will be evicted or foreclosed on after this is all said and done somewhere between 5 and 10 million, I'm going to estimate. Probably going to get 3 to 10 million deaths from anything from hunger to homelessness to suicide to domestic abuse because people are locked in homes together. Not to mention all the different um, biological effects you can have on your health for staying inside for so long. That's why I make sure I go outside. When they tell black people not to go outside, and our main source of energy, our main source of food, our main source of substance in all cases is the sun. We got to go out in the sun to live. But they tell you to stay inside and stay out of the sun. Is that logical? At all? We gain strength from the sun. We don't lose strength like them from the sun. But they're going to make you act like them. And you're going to act like them because they told you to. We trust all these different experts, right? What, what about the people that had those Tuskegee uh, syphilis experiments done on them? Should they have trusted the experts when they said, listen, we're going to give you free health care? Same thing they're telling you now. What, what they giving that free health care? Syphilis. And then they had a the cure for syphilis. And didn't give it to them because they wanted to see how far the syphilis could progress. This is the government that you're saying trust. The government has been giving us vaccine for years and hiding the effects. Hiding the horrible effects. Made it illegal for you to sue the vaccine companies for the things that the vaccines do to you. But y'all so focused on suing the gun companies. What about suing the vaccine companies? Nope, we're not going to allow that. What about that... <clears throat> People in the United States, right, they get tax money to develop medicines and labs. Tax money, so you pay them to develop medicines, and then they charge you literally 2,000 times what they charge the rest of the world for the medicine. 1,000 times what they charge the rest of the world for the medicine because our government is so in bed with them. They will allow us to pay for the medicine twice, but you don't want to become a sovereign nation. You don't want to become a sovereign nation. You don't want to rule yourself because you don't trust yourself to rule yourself. You don't want to turn to God. You don't want to say, listen, God, I follow your commandments. I'll stop eating pork. I'll stop eating shellfish to make myself a little bit healthier. I'll convene on a Sabbath like your scripture says. Like your scripture. That's another thing. All right. These people that you praise, they specifically saying, I ain't no Christian. I don't go to church every Sunday. I might go every once in a while to, get, you know. Sing the music and listen to whatever you gotta say. It might be it might be viable that day. I don't know. I might try it out. But they saying you can't open churches. But they'll let you open stores. That's what they're saying in California. The verses that you want. The people that you like. Newsom, the one that you're saying is is big man on campus. He's saying no, we can't open churches yet. Cuomo in in, in New York, the one that all the Democrats are praising, what did he say? He said, we can't. He said, we we did this. God didn't do it. He said, we brought the numbers down. God and faith didn't bring the numbers down. We brought the numbers down. God didn't do this. That's what he said, but they keep praising him. But they'll not praise Trump, who says everything good for God. The same thing Christ said. What did Christ say? Christ said, listen, do as the Pharisees say, but don't do as they do. They're going to say the right thing, but they're going to do the wrong thing. So do as they say and not as they do. We don't understand that. We don't understand that. We can't We can't separate the person from the feeling because we're so emotional as a people. And this coronavirus is bringing out the worst thing. But as I always say, this is a perfect opportunity for us to come together as a nation, for us to put our heads together, put everything that we can make together and produce our own food, clothing, housing, weapons, and water. Once we produce those five things, we can protect ourselves, we can feed ourselves, we can clothe ourselves, nourish ourselves. We can become a sovereign nation. That's what we must do to fight against these different things that they're doing to us right now in the world. Because if we don't fight against them, we're going to fall. We're going to fall like one of the princes. We're going to die like a man, but we are God. We're supposed to be gods in the earth. All right? We got to rise up and act like we are the gods we're supposed to be. We got to rise up and judge the earth. Because I say this all the time. The situation with us is not what we think it is. We, we sit back and we say that God's going to come back and he's going to judge and so heavy in the ears. He's going to judge you for what he did, but I'm going to put it just like I put it everywhere else. Let's say you had a little brother, little sister, little whatever you're gonna you. Your daddy and your mama left you in charge of the house. Your daddy left you in charge of the house. He said, "Listen, make sure your little brother do not tear this house up, and your little cousins gonna come over, and make sure they don't tear the house up. Couple friends and your, or your little brother's gonna come through, make sure they don't tear the house up." And you said, "Yes, sir. I will not tear the house up." Your father come back, and the house is burning up. It's on fire because they just started building fires inside the house. All right, the roof is burning. They got holes coming through it. You don't let your little brother enslave you. Now he telling you what to do. You ain't got no nation. He got all the power. He got knives in his room. He can kill you at any time he decides. He got control of all the food, all the water. He got control of the refrigerator. He done got the debit cards. He ran up a check. Got your daddy in debt. Who who going to get in trouble? You or your little brother? Your little brother going to get in some trouble, but who getting the majority of that trouble? You. That's your trouble to deal with. Your trouble to deal with. It ain't your little brother's fault. Because you were left in charge of the situation because he knew your little brother couldn't handle it. But you let your little brother overtake you. You didn't do what you were supposed to do, so we got to rise up and judge yourself as a nation, ourselves. All right, We can't wait on anyone else to do anything else to say, hey, this is their fault. They, the white man did this to me. You no, know, the earth is yours and the fullness thereof. Everywhere you step on this earth, it was yours. You were gods of this earth. And the fear of all beasts was supposed to be in you. You were supposed to be the one who ruled the earth with iron fist and made sure that all righteousness breathed throughout the earth. The same way in Deuteronomy, it said that you were supposed to be a light to the world. And then Christ came back and said, Why would I, why would I hide a candlestick under the bed? I got to put it on the hill so it can be seen. You are supposed to be the salt of the earth. This is what we want to show the rest of the earth God. So Christ had to come and show you God. He came to show the children of Israel God. That's why he said, What? I come to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. The Son of Man came to save that which was lost. You can't be lost if you are never there. Christ told the woman at the at the well, all right? It's not fit for me to get a food that's for the children to the dogs. She said, Yes, but the dogs can get the scraps. So Christ gave her the scraps. There's two different instances of that story in the scriptures. Canaanite woman and a Samaritan woman. So we got to understand what Christ was teaching. He came to teach us the greatness of Him, the greatness of the law, the greatness of what we could do so we can show the rest of the world what God could do. And that was our assignment in the to show the rest of the world what God could do. Who God is, what true righteousness is. That's our job is like show the world true righteousness. A lot of times I see people. In his truth, and they talk a lot about slavery. And I'm gonna put them in slavery. I'm gonna put them in all subjection, and I get all that. I'm gonna put them in all subjection. But the slavery is not the slavery that y'all are seeking, because y'all are seeking that kind of slavery, not in a righteous sense. Y'all aren't seeking that kind of slavery for for a reason of righteousness. Y'all seeking it for a reason of retribution. Y'all not trying to bring righteousness upon the earth. Y'all trying to bring retribution to some people, to a race of people. That ain't that ain't that ain't what I'm here for. I'm here to make righteous and in in there. So, of course, it takes getting rid of some of the unrighteous to bring the righteous about, but that's just how it is. All right? You take very little pleasure in killing anyone, but the unrighteousness must go. And getting rid of anyone, but the unrighteousness must go. That doesn't mean that you look forward to having a, a nation of people in bondage and, and raping their women and killing their children and these type of things that I see some people go about. You're going to create more strife in the earth. Your true ruler. He's not looking to, he, even though he might quail any, any insurgency that comes. I'm not looking to have to spend the time to do that when I can spend that time helping my people. So I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that there is no insurgency. That's a sign of a true leader. I'm going to try to keep everyone happy as much as I can. As much as at all possible. So that I have no one who descends against my rulership. I'm going to show everyone righteousness that wants to see righteousness. Everyone that can accept that Christ is Lord and that we are the gods of the earth. Little G. And that our Father is the one and only God. The one powerful God. The one all powerful God. Big G. Then we can have a good discussion. All right? You can go to work. I can watch you go to work. You can do what we need you to do. You can repay us. All right, father, our ancestors did for you, and it will be fine. But we ain't going to rape you like you raped them. We ain't going to feed you slop like you fed them slop. As long as you. We ain't going to beat you like we beat We ain't going to beat you like they beat us. As long as, you, as long as you can do what we ask you to do. Not fight against it. Not go against it. Not say, this is not how it's supposed to be. Just go to work. Do what you're supposed to do. Pay us back. Then we're going to rule you under all subjection. You're going to do what we say do. Because we know righteousness. And we gave y'all a chance to rule the earth and you failed horribly. Horribly. The earth was on the way to destruction before the Israelites came into power. But the Israelites must take control first to make this a reality. Once again, this is the Najit, And this is from the Desk of the Najat. This is the podcast where we discuss all the pertinent information. Shalom and Godspeed to you. Uh, follow me on Instagram at the Mel Melchizedek. At the Najit Melchizedek follow me. Follow me on Twitter at the Najit. My number's on my Instagram. Hit me up anytime. You can DM me. Hit my cell phone. I'm always available. Shalom and Godspeed. I love you. Praise be to the Most High Power.